Hey, this is Todd Stacy and Mary Sell. Welcome to In the Weeds with Alabama Daily News. And we, Mary, are now definitively we can say we're in the home stretch of this legislative session. Yes. Yes. Kind of used like terms leading up to now. Like we're approaching the home stretch. No, we're here. And we're here. There are the three days left. Yes. Yeah, so starting today, which being Wednesday morning. Um, three days left. Um, but we're not really sure exactly how that's going to play out, I suppose. Right. Yeah. Um, let me let me just kind of run through what I've been hearing in terms of the schedule. So obviously, we're definitely meeting Wednesday and Thursday. So that's mm-hmm. that's the 28th and 29th legislative days. Uh, the question is, what happens to the 30th day? You know, they could obviously pull a a last week and go all the way to midnight and adjourn and reconvene on Friday morning. And that would be the 30th day. I right. see that as unlikely. They could obviously come back the following week um, to deal with any other last minute business. But what I keep hearing is that they would really like to be done this week, meaning just not have to come back to the state house. And so one emerging idea is you know, go Wednesday, go Thursday. You're, so, so you've got one day, one legislative day in your pocket mm-hmm. um, to, that, that if something really needed to happen, you could come back at some point before the 19th if there were some vetoes or something you know, to deal with. But, with the, but the, the idea being they don't have to. You, know, you don't even really have to come back and once it's adjourned, sunny die, it's adjourned, sunny die, just according to the clock. And so, um, I don't know. What, what, what's your bet? What do you think they're actually going to do? You know, I was kind of working the phones today, and everybody I talked to in the House and Senate said the tentative plan or the plan, and it's been the plan for several weeks, was to come back for the, the last day on the 6th. And that seems like, or I'm sorry, is that the seventh, whatever next Tuesday is Tuesday. Yeah. Um, for the, for the final day. Um, and there's some, you know, they're kind of waiting to see what Ivy's going to do with the budgets that she got last week. I think that's the big kind of question mark right now. I think if she signaled to leadership, Hey, these are the best budgets I've ever seen. You guys did a great job. Then you know, we're out on, mm-hmm. on, on Thursday. Um, but also, there are still a few um, few pretty big bills lingering around, and we can we can get into yep. that. Hey, before we do that, can we can I go back and clarify this whole constitutional question of Can, can you? I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, so I've so there, there are probably some constitutional experts on here that are listening that are like, yeah, you've really bumbled this thing. Um, because we were kind of treating this session like a normal session, meaning like when you go to the very end Mm -hmm. of the constitution, she does have 10 days and there is that 10 day window that there's a reason for that. It's it, it, the constitution treats the end of session very differently than just any other time during session. So, um, the rule is six days, Sunday accepted. Okay. That's, That's per, that's, the words written in the constitution. She has six days to act on a bill, including, you know, the budgets, those are bills, Sunday accepted. So that's why, it's also why I said five days 
you know, on Twitter because that just, it, it, but right. um, it's not. It's six days, Sunday accepted. Um, that's why for the bills passed on Thursday, it's essentially a week. And so um, that's why she has to act on them by this coming Thursday. Sorry for any confusion. Yeah. We're, we're, that was my fault. You know, I, I think that started with me, but it it's confusing and I'm, it's confusing. <laughs> but yeah, that's why we saw the monster day on Thursday, the 16 hour, $15 billion day, all those. Right. They were but, trying to get it finished before what they were hoping to be the last week of session, knowing that that, that six day, not counting Sunday rule would be in place and not the 10 day where they'd have to wait all that time. I mean, they're trying to get out of Montgomery as quickly as possible. And so, yeah. Right. Anyway, but yes, lots of big legislation still in in limbo, you might yes. say. So so talk through your conversations today. Okay. Um, I think the, the biggest thing to watch tomorrow is not one, but two finance and taxation education budget meetings. Senator Orr has two different committee meetings, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. I believe they're caucusing in the middle of that. Um, By the time people listen to this, it will be Wednesday morning. So there are some some significant bills, and this is kind of what we've been been waiting for as far as the, the tax, uh, tax cut talks. He's got about a dozen tax related bills on, on his agenda, the grocery tax. That's the big um, one. That's the big one. That's a 300 million and change one that has become a, I mean, this thing, this thing has taken off as far as support and popularity. And I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm not sure even if they wanted to, how you'd stop this train. Um, and I, and I haven't heard anybody absolutely say that they want to. So I, that will, that needs a committee vote and then a Senate floor vote. So if, if they really are going home on Thursday, that needs to happen in the next two days, but there's also several others and Senator Orr and others have said repeatedly, you know, we can't do all these. So I think mm -hmm. he's, He's offering up sort of a smorgasbord of tax cuts tomorrow, <laughs> and um, we'll we'll see what happens. But there's also uh, Representative Anthony Daniels' income tax. I'm sorry, not income, but well, um, yeah, yeah, income yeah, tax yeah. on overtime. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah, eliminating um, the income tax on overtime, which is like really been a a big, you know, nobody's ever thought about this before. Right. a lot of people haven't, and that's really taken off, but. It's forty five million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And, and so so all these kind of add up, all these little sure. tax cuts. Yeah. Um, there's, up. you know, uh representative uh Jamie Keel has an industry entertainment industry incentive increase that I think is like thirty million dollars. There's the mm -hmm. uh port incentive bill. Actually, I think as I say yeah. that it, I'm trying to remember what the the price tag on that one is, but but there's several of them. And but interestingly enough, and I just talked to Senator or a little bit ago, um, what is not on his agendas are the three bills that he and Representative Garrett filed even before the session started, related relating to some uh, income tax deductions. There was the one, you know, taking the um, 
the income tax rate from 5% to 4.95%. And that one had a price tag of, I think, like $54 million. Um, And there were a few others. There was one to uh, increase the the exemption on taxable retirement income for retirees from like six thousand mm-hmm. to ten thousand dollars. I'm really surprised that those aren't on there. Yeah, and he he said to me, he said, "I've said from the beginning we can't do it all," and so he just he's taken his off the table. They are not on the the committee agenda for tomorrow. Hmm. Um, so some some kind of like self sacrifice, like yeah, see guys, like, I'm not even I'm. Not, pursuing mine anymore right and so i th- and the three of his, his and, and representative garrett's added up to 90 some million and change i think so they were they were significant um but i mean they were talking about those back in the fall uh but that that was before grocery tax yeah took off um yep. anthony daniels bill has a has a lot of support so I think but, you could relatedly say um, Accountability Act changes. It's not yes. a, well, I mean, I guess it's a tax credit, but I mean, that has, you know, education trust fund implications and it's right. uh, going to be up in the House tomorrow. Right. Yeah, that's on the House agenda. And actually, I was talking um, recently to Representative Terry Collins. You know, she's a House Education Policy. She's also on the House Education Budget Committee. And we're talking about all of these tax pieces and we were talking about the the school choice bills that have been introduced and what what looks likely to pass the accountability act uh her charter school changes um bill and you know she said you know these let's pass these changes to the existing school choice laws we have let's pass some of these tax credits and then let's see how things even out how how this plays out, what the impact to the ETF is, and then come back and talk some more about school choice expansion mm-hmm. in in a future session. So I, I mean, school choice. This conversation is not is not going away, but I mean, you're you're just hearing these lawmakers like like they've said since the beginning of the session. We can't do it all at once. Yeah, well, not on school choice. I guess you could say the bill has been around two years now because Senator Marsh had it. Sure. Um, yeah. His the, the last session, but that was a trial balloon. This bill was is very different, and it usually for something huge like that, it usually yeah. takes a few years. I mean, it right. took it took f- four years. I guess really you should probably say three three in a Republican legislature to get. You know the original school, the original um, charter school. Charter school, law. yeah, right. It took longer than that to get. Well, and I mean, we were at. still like a decade behind a lot of other states on charter schools. Right, I say that having personally worked <laughs> the issue, it was it was just a non-starter. And so, it t- I guess what I would say to supporters of the Price Act and other just sort of we want education savings account is this usually takes some time. It takes some honing of the idea to get it where everybody's comfortable and and look if something like that passes it is absolutely going to pass over the objections of AEA of mm-hmm. superintendents of, of mm-hmm. much big parts of the education establishment but that's exactly why you have to have others in the education space on the reform side really behind right. that and they haven't been and so right. and uh, I think- it, it'll, it'll take a few years to pass it 
Yeah, and um, I think they have to give up. So they have to give some ground on the accountability measures, the the testing measures. I mean, yeah, I just I agree. Don't. Um, yeah. Go, going back to uh, the Education Budget Committee meetings to tomorrow today. We're recording this <laughs> on Tuesday night. It's, it's, <laughs> if you're listening to it on Wednesday, <laughs> we tried to pretend. We tried um, to pretend, but Mary's. No, I'm not a good liar, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I could see happening there, what, what this, not just this committee, but what a lot of committees end up doing on legislation they, they know is probably not going to pass, especially this late in the session, is they'll probably approve all of these tax credits, right? You want to be yeah. on, or, or, or tax cuts or whatever. Yeah. You know, to be on record, hey, I, look, I was for this. Yeah. But it just you know, somehow fails to get on the special order calendar sure. for Thursday. And that, that means it's dead. Yeah. So there's, there'll probably be some kind of agreement over, okay, what's that? Cause all these aren't going to advance. I mean, they'll advance, well, but all of them aren't going to become law. And yeah, I mean, part of, I don't know, I'm, these all passed the house. They all got sent up from the fifth floor to the seventh floor. Right. So yeah, if I was a budget chairman, I'd be like on, on the second to last day or third to last day. All right. Like, it's just, yeah, I guess I'm saying it, it seems like to me that Chairman Orr, who has who has had a lot of pressure on him these last couple of weeks to get mm -hmm. on these bills, is probably, by my estimation, is saying, okay, look, we're, we're allowing them the chance to pass and to be heard and to advance. Right. I, I just think it's the way you, the way you, treated after that is to pick which ones to actually put on the Senate floor and, sure. and leave the rest behind. So I, I'm, who knows what, and some of that will probably be set in committee tomorrow. Like, um, Hey, we're going to advance this, but it's probably not going to make the list that it's just kind of, it's funny how they do that sometimes. Right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, like we said, the, there's a lot of good bills and, I mean, the grocery tax. And again, I mean, I remember back in, in February, I think I said, oh, they're not going to do a grocery tax. So I was wrong. Um, <laughs> but it's $300 million. That's a, and I know we're floating in money. And, uh, but it's $300 million. That is a. Well, Mary, I think, I think if you would have asked Arise at the yeah. same time, they would have said it's not going to happen. Nobody, <laughs> nobody knew this thing was going to get legs. Right. Yeah. It so. was sort of a, and it's funny because I there's a lot of credit to go around it. Assuming this passes, there's there's a lot of credit to go around. But I it, it's funny, like on my social media feeds, especially Twitter, um, I'm seeing folks, you know, congratulating Arise or congratulating um, Governor Ainsworth, and it's just there, it, there's so many fractions that came together on this that it's. It, this really, really took off for a variety of reasons and a, a variety of work. So moving on to the House, there's a full special order calendar full of some interesting stuff. You've got retail theft. Yeah. You know, that, that was that, a priority for uh, district attorneys and law enforcement early in the session or earlier, mm -hmm. I should say. And it's the it's the exact kind of bill that Democrats would well, be all over. 
Yeah, right? that could. And, 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 and try to slow down. And so that may happen on the floor. But interestingly, in the Senate, um, Senator Barfoot and Senators Singleton and Smitherman came to some compromises. I'm not really sure what all they were, but I mean, when that bill passed on the floor late Thursday night, um, they were all at the mic saying, yeah, this got to a better place and we, we like this. Now, will that stop House Democrats from, you know, take using everything they can to, to delay it? No, probably not. Um, but I guess, it's, and so there are, there are several bills uh, that, that are that are going to get plenty of um, debate. Uh, also, ESG, it's right behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is, you know. It's so hard. This bill, it it's probably the, the most, one of the most complicated bills of, of the session. Yeah, and I started hearing about this around election night, election season, you know, ESG, environmental, social, and governance, basically companies out there that are scoring people based on some of their, whether or not they have sort of progressive policies Mm -hmm. on climate change and, and, you know, more left-leaning stuff. Yeah. And if, and if you don't, you get a bad score. And so those, those investments aren't put into the big mutual funds and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's certainly a culture war kind of issue. Um, and I think one that is legit um, in terms of this is a, a real problem to a lot of people. The question comes in, how do you, how does government step in and respond to it? And so this bill would prohibit state and local government mm-hmm. um, bodies from entering, entering into contracts with companies that boycott other companies based on ESG politics. Correct. So if you are an ESG, you know, mutual fund or whatever it is, um, state and local government cannot contract with you. And it's this, but, but the business community did get some concessions in this bill that they were satisfied with. And so, I mean, look, I see it passing. This is something, this is something that every Republican right. wants to say they had acted on. To, to, to appeal to their really core base that pays attention to this kind of stuff. But it was a very long debate in the Senate. It'll certainly be a very long debate in the in the House, which, get, which gets me to the, my point, and that is these two bills and at least the Accountability Act bill further mm-hmm. down towards the end of the calendar, yeah. are, are they're probably going to be cloture bills. Uh, right. Meaning, you know, cut off debate and and that which, sets which a tone. All, it, it, riles, it riles folks up. You know, at the same time, this late in the session, nobody wants to really be there anymore. And it's like, let's, okay, you made your point. But um, anyway, so so it could, could be a very interesting day in, in the House in terms of, you know, multiple cloatures. Because once you cloture on those top two, well, then they're, you know, Democrats are the way they've been, um, their tactics in session are, well, we'll just filibuster the next bill or the next right. bill up. So you could see multiple cloatures. You could see some gaveling in terms of people, speakers saying you're out of order, stay on Jermaine. So I think it's going to be a, a pretty interesting day in the House. Um, 
there's a lot of uh, committee meetings still tomorrow. So yeah, it's a full day. The House comes in at one, the Senate at three. Um, so it, and that goes back to, to what we said at the beginning of of the podcast that, you know, whether we go three days or, or two more is going to depend on what happens on the, the, the first two. And it, it, it has a potential to be uh, wild. Yeah. Two bills in particular that need both committee passage and then get to the you know, house floor passage um, are going to be up in public safety and homeland security. Um, and actually this is a correction to what was on Capitol journal because the committee meeting hadn't been posted yet, which is a problem. Um, so I didn't, I actually said there's no committee meeting that's been called yet. There has now. Okay. Uh, the committee is going to meet at 1230. Um, and so Senator Wagoner's texting while driving bill or hands-free bill. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, been, it's been amended and brought into what people think is a reasonable space. That's big. He's serious about that bill. He really he, wants to. He is serious. And yeah, the I had not heard about his son prior mm -hmm. to him standing up in Senate Judiciary two weeks ago, I guess it was, and talking. He, he doesn't talk about it a lot. No. Yeah. And I, it, 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 awful. And yeah. for those who don't know, um, I think it was 1979 his teenage son was a well he's a student at um jsu and was killed in a, a car wreck on his way home and yeah. um senator wagner has said that he's been asked for years to to carry a distracted driving and he said he said in the committee they don't know exactly what happened that, that caused that wreck but um um yeah, he's just very, very passionate about. Uh, yeah, you know, he, was, he was instrumental in passing the state's seat first seatbelt law back in mm -hmm. the '90s. So, so that's up. To, so that means it's got a chance. Uh, um, that's that's significant. And also, Senator Lance Bell's bill that requires law enforcement to collect fingerprints and DNA from any illegal immigrant that they. Um, arrest or, or yeah. taken to custody. Yeah. And that came from coming... their trip from trip to mm -hmm. the border last month. Um, right. So I get, you know, the way he explained it to me was because I mean, pretty, they have to be released uh, at a certain point, but it, I guess the idea is if someone commits a crime later, you have a way of identifying them, um, you know, to include on a national level. Right. Um, but yeah, it comes out of his trip to the border. So yeah, lots can still happen in, in these last two days. And I, mm -hmm. I, I expect them to be pretty late nights. Um, hopefully not, not midnight late. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was not enjoyable. <laughs> hey, try, try having a TV show that, that goes on at yeah. 1030 um, right as... I mean, right as um, all these decisions are being made, you right? Know, there's conference committees uh, going on. <laughs> yeah, and so we're so our yeah our time slot is ten thirty, um, which usually I think of as pretty late, but th this circumstance it was kind of Not perfect. Two a.m. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> but the, the the action really started happening about nine o'clock with these conference committees, but it took so long for the paperwork to actually 
get into the hands of reporters. And I mean, we know we've been frustrated this whole session about that, mm-hmm. but so I'm, I've got to write a script. I've got to, you know, put all these graphics together. And it's, it's it was a, it was a real rush to get on air. And I'm sitting there texting with uh, Rex Reynolds, chairman <laughs> Rex Reynolds. Yeah. About, cause, Cause I still wasn't, wasn't sure about and I was texting with y'all too about right. um, whether or not the general fund supplemental had stayed the same in terms of debt and um, the savings. And so and like, the, and are the, they? Yeah. The, no, health, the mental health hospital. And yeah. It was, right, right, right. So I'm like, it's probably I'm like 20 seconds to air maybe. And he, he texts me back like, yep, those numbers are correct. I'm like, okay, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it was, that was that was, and it's, it's wow. And look, I'm not taking a shot at anybody, but it's and I'm they can be mad at me, but it's it's not a great way to govern. Um, and, yeah. if, and look, I know that their backs are up against the wall a little bit because of the way this session started with ARPA. There were plenty of heavy lifts this session, so much to get done, but moving two giant budgets two giant supplementals mm-hmm. with a lot of changes to each the same day, all that right. paper going around makes it really hard for anybody um, to, to know what's going on, to right. know what they're voting on and to, for, for the press to know what to tell people. Well, yeah. And that the, the general fund supplemental, there had been a glitch on Wednesday, so it never got a, it never actually got adopted in committee, the substitute. So it was never posted anywhere. So it right. wasn't until all Britain went on the Senate floor and was like, okay, here it is that anybody saw it. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was a lot. And I sent on, on Friday, Friday afternoon, when I woke up from my nap, I sent Othney and Kirk in LSA an email. I was like, kudos to your team. Like I would have been in a Absolutely. corner crying if, oh, yeah. <laughs> if I worked for LSA on Thursday. Yeah, that was, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, 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 uh, I hate to say I'm president because, you know, I wasn't here in the nineties and eighties, but or most of the nineties at least. So maybe they've done this before where it happens all in one day, but it's, um, yeah, I would just say it's not a great way it's not great yeah. for transparency and just knowing what you're voting on. Right. Um, right. That, and so anyway, let's, and, and look, they, they didn't call the special session. The governor did. I always have said the, the best way to do that. If you, cause you, everybody's worried about time and the session dragging on and all this. Well, call the special two weeks before. Yeah. You know, let's get done with Don't that. Don't a chunk of time. Yeah. And maybe maybe all the, you know, ducks weren't in a row yet on ARPA, but th- that's the way to save time. You know, call it two weeks before, hash it out, and then you've got the full complement of days. It's a normal session. I just, I, I get, um, I sort of a big pet peeve of mine is when, when you rush around and do things like, a, you know, all these three-day weeks when sure. paper's just moving around and, um, just not a great way to govern. So, right. Yeah. And I, I do think, and maybe this is just my own pet peeve and my own grumpiness, but a, when a session goes into May, and thank you, Senator Gavan, we'll never have to do this again. Yep. But it just, 
nobody wants to be here. The weather's been beautiful. Kids have a million things. If you're a parent, May is just bonkers. Um, and there's just so much going on that, yeah, I, I said on t- Twitter the other day, I was like, the session is a winter sport. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. do not like May <laughs> sessions. Yep. Well, thankfully, no more of that. Uh, well, look, everybody's got to get to their committee meetings and start watching all this stuff take place. Yep. But um, I'm glad that you wanted to just kind of <laughs> download all this stuff and get it yep. out so that the information was out there. And yep. everybody you guys know what out. I know now. So <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, with that, we will see you at the state house and uh, not if you see me first. <laughs> <laughs>